The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hello, world. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of sports in, in, in high school. Welcome to the Orange is the New Black Podcast. I'm your host, Ace Boogie, joined by my co-host, Zim. Zim, say what's up. Hello, world. We got a doozy for you tonight i got my man chris evans who was recently drafted by the cincinnati Bengals, running back extraordinary the man with the plan tonight how you doing tonight chris talk to the people good man appreciate y'all for having me who they let's get it definitely yeah. and if you're not familiar with this gentleman i don't know how you're watching this channel and you're not but he was a number seven overall prospect out of indiana uh, coming out of high school he was recruited by several different teams the university of michigan University of Cincinnati, which we are familiar with, The Ohio State University, Michigan State, amongst several others. Um, he was a four-time letterman at Michigan, and then he also was a top 50 draft prospect in Todd McShay's list. Chris, getting into it, like, obviously you took part in the Senior Bowl. Is that where you became familiar with the Bengals? Did you have an idea that the Bengals were interested and would make you a pick for the team? Uh, actually, like, then I Throughout the process, I didn't uh, actually think the Bengals was interested in me. Um, they were at the Senior Bowl, and uh, they actually was one of the only couple of teams that asked me to like draw something up on on a, on a dry race board, which I thought was cool because it really showed how much you know about football. So, um, but then come to find out, like Coach Coach Taylor was there his, himself at the Senior Bowl, and I didn't. I mean, I didn't. I don't really know. Didn't know much about the Bengals and what the head coach looked like and stuff like that. So I uh, had a little conversation with the running backs coach throughout the process, but it was nothing, nothing major. It was just a little football talk about 10 minutes and that was it. So, but that, I saw, that's why I was surprised when they called me um, on draft day. 
Nah, I can see how Zach Taylor could blend in because he's one of the youngest coaches in the NFL, so you probably wouldn't have known anything just by seeing him there. When when you when they ask you to put stuff on a on a on a on a board and stuff, can you just give people a little bit more? Because I'm just listening to it right now. I'm just like, as a from a running back position, is it just simple, like just hit a hole, or what? They like, what do you going through? You're going through the a gap, or you know, like what are, what are they saying? It was it was draw up your favorite run play. So he they wanted to see if you knew how if you knew what like um, the lineman up front was doing, if you knew it based off. Um, you know what I'm saying? I was I was firing on all cylinders, making sure I knew, you know what I'm saying, because they prepared me for it. But uh like knowing defensive fronts and who blocking who, what the what this combo block is going up to, and then and I made my favorite play one of the most difficult plays, like a counter or something. You know what I'm saying? So right. Rob would just show my level of expertise and then he said uh that really caught his attention. One one of the one of the things that I think um people probably weren't hip to is that and I don't know if you were is that coming out, um, a lot of people kind of made you a little bit under the radar because of, you know, like, I guess the different uh, years that you had in Michigan that maybe people didn't have you quite on the radar. But when we, once we got to the combine and they started testing and stuff, do you realize that you were second in RAS? That is like all of the measurables out of all the 20 running backs that were drafted this year. In addition to that, you were – let me make sure I'm saying this right too. You're ranked 24th out of all 1,500 running backs from 1987 to 2021, like 25th. So like by the time that stuff started happening, as far as like your three cone, all these different things, like testing at an elite level, where like did that go kind of hand in hand with like you didn't think that the Bengals maybe were interested like later in there or what was your thought process when you got that far, like further down into the draft where you thinking like I was testing so great. Why are these people not jumping on it? Yeah. Uh, actually like when, like you said, uh, the top 50 on the uh, time McShay, like, and then the COVID hit and then, you know what I'm saying? Uh, low production in the season, canceled games and all the stuff that we went through, it kind of, it made my stock go down. Um, so I just knew I was like, um, if I get a chance to go to the senior ball, I'm going to make it most of it. But I know once pro day come out and they put them cones on the ground and they, they wrote a bench press out, you know what I'm saying? My numbers are going to speak for itself. So I mean, I, I knew that. So wherever I, wherever the, wherever it's going to fall in line, that's where it's going to fall in line. But I knew once everybody started getting them stopwatches out, you know what I'm saying? I was going to blow some people away. So, And I know you probably – I know like just to – I always tell people this too, just to be drafted, to be in a, to be in the National Football League, like is an elite prospect, an elite talent at it in itself. But in the back of your mind, does, does that kind of give you like a chip on your shoulder when you're seeing guys come off the board, or are you one? Are you a person that doesn't even pay attention to that type of stuff? Because had it been me, and I'm saying, bro, I'm like, <laughs> my three come better than him. I'm running the fastest speed in that, like you know. Like, are you looking at those guys and saying, like, dude, I'm better than him? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, that's that's just the competitor, the competitor in me, you know what I'm saying? I think that everybody got to go up. I'm, as I'm seeing running backs go up, I'm like, man, like, you know what I'm saying? They're going to be mad, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I'm better than that dude or something, you know what I'm saying? That's how you got to think. But um, I wasn't really thinking about the Elko and stuff because I know that, I mean, like the little drills, because I know that you can run a fast 40, but, you know what I'm saying, you can't. You hit the hole, you know what I'm saying. So I, I was really big on, uh, I, I did this better than him. I was more of, I'm, I think I'm a better 
running back name, you know what I'm saying, simply. Right. And the measurables, you know what I'm saying, only help me, uh, will help me. But I guess, you know what I'm saying, those teams got to find out. No, nah, that's facts. And not only are you an amazing running back, I was talking to Zim, like we cut the tape on on you. And I was like, I really felt like you had a lot of Reggie Bush to your game as far as a comparison, because Reggie Bush was a dude that could also go and split out like yourself and play that receiver position. And I believe your freshman year, you actually started a game at the slot receiver position. Um, can you just talk about how that separates your game from the typical running back? Uh, yeah. Uh, like going all the way back from high school, um, freshman year, I played quarterback. And then my sophomore year, they played me a receiver. So I've been playing, I played receiver pretty much my whole high school career until my senior year. They mixed me in a running back too. So going to college, I already had, I was pretty much a receiver. I had all the receiver uh, fundamentals and stuff. So I knew if, if I ever get in a position where I got to run a route or catch a ball, that it's going to be like breathing for me, you know what I'm saying? Rather than right. the other way around, I've been playing running back my whole life and they're trying to have me catch a pass and I just kind of look like I'm a fish out of water. So I just knew that I was going to use that to to propel me forward and just se separate myself from everybody else. Had, um, just piggybacking off of Ace's question, had the, had the Bengals talked to you at, at all about slot receiver? Because that was one thing, like, as a fan – we're all looking at the draft board, and later in the draft, a lot of us were sitting there saying, "Why are they not drafting another slot wide receiver?" Mm -hmm. Had they talked to you about like any uh, like possibly doing like st stuff in the slot year one? Yeah, right now OTAs is kind of moving like we just was moving a little slower. Like have everybody learn the plays and stuff like that. But we got a lot of different things where the running back is in the slide and and you know what I'm saying, we're doing different things, motioning out. But it's pretty much well, at least for a rookie right now, it's just. So much coming at me right now. I'm just trying to, you know what I'm saying, learn what I can learn before they start, you know what I'm saying, telling me different things. So, so yeah. Nah, that's real. So, obviously, you talked about um, in an interview before that plan for Coach Harbaugh prepared you for the senior bowl. A lot of it was just different things that you were already accustomed to. Could you talk about what it's like to play for a coach like John Harbaugh at Michigan? Uh, It's, it's crazy, man. I, I, my years at Michigan was like, some things I was thinking, like, why, what, what are we doing? Like, why are we doing this? You know what I'm saying? But as I get to the senior bowl and I got here, it's, like, literally exactly what we were doing, like, to the T. Like, plays are called the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Everything has a rhyme or reason what we were doing at Michigan. Practice, uh, workouts, like, all, all type of stuff is just, like, it just falls in line and similar to, you know what I'm saying, what we're doing now. So I just I just think I, I'm grateful for going to Michigan and being a uh, under Coach Harbaugh and just learning everything, and and it's, it set me up for uh, success now. And now you get to go against his brother. I might I meant to say Jim earlier, but now you get to go against John in the division with the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, definitely. My uh, my teammate Ben Mason was uh, he's he's on the um, Ravens right now. We'd be talking and stuff, and he, he said he literally told me that it's like exactly Michigan, like like. The hard uh, playing under both hard balls, it's like the exact thing to the T. It's just different jerseys. So, uh, oh, so we got intel. <laughs> I'm and then you got Peoples Jones over in Cleveland too. So, oh yeah, Pittsburgh. Um, what I was gonna say, the the main thing you know is so crazy that you brought up hardball is. I, I might have been doing this more than Ace, but I think collectively Ace came on the show one time and we took a lot of heat for a while for this. We were pushing so hard for Jim Harbaugh to be the next coach of the Cincinnati Bengals at, at one period, right? 
fine. Zach Taylor is our coach, right? Fine, fine guy, right? But <laughs> speak to the people about, I think from the outside looking in, people, like, a lot of comments that I were getting is like, dude is super weird and da-da-da-da. Can you tell us a little bit, like, about his personality or something that maybe people don't know? And then also, do you think that if he were ever to come to the NFL again, after the first time he was successful with the Niners, do you think that he would be able to translate his game, you know, like his coaching style to the NFL to to nowadays NFL? Yeah, definitely. He, I, I think wherever he goes, he's gonna be successful. I think that uh, a lot of people say, you know, what I'm saying, say he's weird or something like that. It's just he just has a different philosophy. He just he just is built different, wired different to the T. Like I would say, he's like really passionate and uh, competitive. So like. Any any way that you want to weirdly put that, but any way it's going to be competitive. Or like I told a story, we was in Italy, um, we was walking up a, um, a trail, we was walking and talking, and um, he started walking faster than me. And we was like, like we was leading the group. I'm thinking like, you know what I'm saying, what's going on? It's hot. We've been out here all day. He just started speed walking, and uh, he just he got to the top of the uh, top of the hill on our little tour. He was like, yeah, like. Like pumping his fist, like yeah, I got to the top first, like or something. You know what I'm saying? Like it was. Some people would think that's weird, but I thought it was weird at the beginning until I like sat back and just he's just a competitive person. You know what I'm saying? He's passionate and and stuff like that. And then you know what I'm saying? I ain't got nothing but good things to say about him. Now, that's one awesome. thing you you're big on loyalty. You was just loyal to Jim Harbaugh. Obviously, uh, one of the reasons that you stayed at Michigan was because of loyalty. Can you just talk about? What loyalty means to you, and why it's so important to you? Uh, it's um, it's it's a big factor as far as um, you know, what I'm saying, just knowing who you're starting with, and 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 knowing who is down for you. You know, what I'm saying, I got suspended in 2019, um, for academic integrity, and um, he brought me back on the team, and um, you know, what I'm saying, he 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 told me that if I handled my business and made sure everything was good, that uh, helped me back on scholarship, and he 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 stayed with his word. So you know, what I'm saying, I, that's why I ain't got. That's why I ain't got nothing bad to say about him at all, because he he could have just he, I could have been in a portal somewhere else, and who telling I'll be even here today? You know what I'm saying? So I'm blessed for the opportunity. Yeah, I think a lot of people, and it's very key that you said passion. You know, a lot of times I, I was reading some stuff like LeBron James spoke up today about the players uh, playing earlier than what he thought they should have or sometimes when athletes speak up or sometimes when people do passionate things i think that goes a lot misunderstood so i think that's where that's coming from is because there are some real passionate what we call crazy moments or whatever like i get that a lot too maybe that's why i like jim harbaugh i never met him but i just thought that he would be like the perfect like coach for somebody you know so i think that's where that came from um one of the things i was uh Ace was talking about loyalty. Do you remember, or can you tell us about West Side Garden Plaza? Does that ring a bell? I heard of it before. <laughs> so at West Side uh, Garden Plaza is a place where you used to, I think, volunteer at a assisted living place, or mm-hmm. you did you did some work there. Were you? Is that something that you were doing like uh, constantly? Was that in school or something? I don't know the timeline, but. I, I saw like a lot of different clips of you helping out some people at assisted living or like nursing homes. Yeah, I I'm, I, I didn't do so much um, just wherever I could wherever I could help out at. So um, I probably I think I didn't help out at a couple different homes. I don't really 
know the exact exact names, but uh, yeah, wherever I can help out and be of assistance, just because I know the platform that I have, um, you know what I'm saying, being a football player and, uh, you know what I'm saying, I might as well give back, you know what I'm saying, rather than just because, you know what I'm saying, there's some people who aren't, but I feel like that why you got the platform for, you know what I'm saying, you don't, you don't got the platform your whole life. So, I mean, using that platform to help others and, you know what I'm saying, motivate others and elevate others is, is key. 100 percent that's facts and you talk about um you know representing others giving them that spotlight let's talk about indie we out here you got several different businesses that you got it's something where you're bringing the spotlight to your hometown can you talk to us about indie we out here yeah definitely my uh when i got to michigan um every time like they put the camera on me or something i would just say indie we out here just to like let everybody know in indie like you know what i'm saying like when he's in Italy, when he's when Coach Harbaugh took us to Italy, Paris, everywhere. I was just saying, Indy, we out here. Just know, like, for all you kids, you know what I'm saying, that grew up in my neighborhood or in the surrounding areas, like, I'm out here. You can be out here, too. You know what I'm saying? So that's just being able to motivate and push the next the next kid, next generation. Because when I was little, I didn't have that um, guy in college or NFL that, you know what I'm saying, that could multiple, multiple, multiple times, you know what I'm saying, just, you know what I'm saying, just, like, I want to be that, you know what I'm saying? Or and if, if I did want to be that, they wouldn't like come back or have a camp or or just show love or anything. So I'm just trying to make sure that I do that and make sure that I show all the young guys that they can do it too, so that you can motivate the next guy. There and speaking of Indy, there's a there's a guy. He's a big Bengals fan. I don't know if you know him, but he said he used to give you buckets in the AAU circuit. I was talking to him earlier today, my man Kyle Guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I was talking to Kyle. He said he said make sure when you interview him tonight or whatever, make sure you let him know I used to give him buckets. Do you yeah. want to do you want to send send a message back to Kyle so everybody knows? Hey, Amen. What <laughs> really happened on the a on them AAU teams? I mean, I was I was the on the AAU teams. I was the the strong football player that could play defense pretty much. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't scoring all the points or nothing. But him, he was he was getting busy for real. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he, ain't, he ain't lying. He's he telling the truth. He he was getting buckets for real. See, I was hoping you was gonna be like, no, nah, man. I know. Say now he got bragging like he got extra extra bragging parts. I'll be trying to give Kyle a a hard time on anything else because I know I can't do nothing with him on the basketball court. That's for sure. Yeah, but that that was that was dope though, cause um, for him to be like, man, yeah, like man, I I, I grew up around him and everything, and y'all both from India. And Kyle's like probably one of the biggest Bengals fans I've ever met. Uh, we had him on our show probably about like a month ago, but he's real real cool dude. I love that dude to death. So I also noticed you had one of one of your many businesses that you had was also it seemed like a sneaker business where you were kind of getting off on like the Supreme. Um, clothes as well as the Jays. Are you a sneakerhead yourself? Yeah, definitely. I got a, I got a whole bunch of. Man, we have to see what's, your, what's in your top five, bro? Yeah, let's see some of the sneakers, bro. We gotta see the heat. Woo! The heat. Got some uh, See, Ace don't know that. Hey, what you get them three fifties? Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. Off white. Everything else is still uh, uh, getting delivered from. You know what I'm saying. From moving, so yeah, it's all good though. Yeah, I might, I might just show you. I don't think nobody cares about my stuff like they do you. I might have to show you some stuff. Right, I think, so yeah, I think I might have to show you some stuff at, at some point in this whole thing. Yeah, um, all the business that I got, I just 
if I got an idea of it, I'm just, I just rather, I think the hardest thing for people is just to start it. So right. I got to, I sell shoes anyway and like do a little different stuff. So I was like, I might as well turn this into something. Where, yeah. where can people go in and go get, and go get some of that stuff on there? Oh, uh, I got an Instagram. It's called Sleepy Steals. And uh, how you spell Steals? Just normal. normal like S T E A L. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cause uh, I think Ace was telling me about it. Cause there's one thing I be, I tell everybody this every Thursday, like clockwork, I wake up and buy Supreme like every Thursday. Like it, it could be a skateboard. I'm big on the accessories. Like my whole house, like Supreme vase, everything. But he was like, man, you need to check out Chris drink because he got some Supreme stuff on there. So I'm gonna check that out for sure. Tell us about Jump Cat, uh, Jump Cut Academy. What's that? Yeah, it's, it's uh like pretty much the same thing. I uh I started uh just just running back a group of uh, youth running backs that uh you know what I'm saying I mentor and stuff. They're in my uh organization called Collectively Evolving, and um, they play running back. I play running back, so I just shed a little light on them. You know what I'm saying? When I'm in when I'm in town, I work them out. I let them know what what park we at or what field we at. And they all pull up, and we we just get to working. So you are gonna have jump cut uh, jump cut academy out in Cincinnati at some point? Cause there's some young dogs out here that's ready to get out on that field with you for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, hey, the, the sky's the limit with it. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah. hey, so, so I'm pretty sure you're familiar with your teammate Jesse Bates. He's from Indiana. Did you cross paths before you guys were on the same team? You knew about each other? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I just we just we've been talking over the years, and you know what I'm saying him. Being from Indiana, you know what I'm saying, just is always, always following him. So um, I messaged him when I got when I got drafted. He let me know if I needed anything and stuff like that. And then just was talking about how it's full circle and it's crazy. You know what I'm saying that we we playing the same place. And then um, when I was in there uh, first day, I shook up with him. And then because uh, in Indiana they call these things called uh, there's this video that came out and uh, it's the the guys in the video were saying Indie animals. So, uh, so he shook up. <laughs> no, that's the silly. He up with me and, and he pointed at, I forgot who he pointed at because it was my first. I didn't know who nobody was besides like the big. That video is awkward though, bro. Like, yeah, I, don't, I don't know where that's at. I don't. So, everybody from Indiana just, we don't know what they doing. We just, we just went with the Indiana thing. You know what I'm I don't know what they, <laughs> okay, all right. what, they, what they doing. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I was, hope not. I hope not, bro. I hope you're not yeah, coming to no party yeah, pulling said, up with your man. All right, so if y'all listening to this, if y'all just Google any animals, it's these two dudes in a room with a girl that's looking like, what are y'all about to do? Like, it's just, it's a lot going on. To make a long story short, just look at any so animals. Jesse, these dudes are doing choreography, like dancing. Nah, yeah, so he was, he shook up with me, and then he pointed at some other dude. He was like, he's an Indian animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then the dude started laughing. And then, that's something, yeah. Nah, I got you. I got you. so now from now on, that's what me. Hey, anybody, anytime that Chris Evans or Jesse Bates make a play, like now all of who they nation, we're just gonna be like, yeah, there's some Indian animals right there. We got some more. We got some more back in Indy. You know what I'm saying? Waiting to get out. You know what I'm saying? No, right, right. I mean, I guess I, I kind of didn't even want to go there. Let me ask you about this. Like on the team, like with Jesse Bates being like a big centerpiece on the roster. Right now, I know there's a lot of football heads that are watching this right now, too, or big Bengals fans or whatever. Do you feel like this upcoming season, just from what you've seen from OTAs, 
like seeing Jesse Bates live in person, seeing some of the uh, like the running backs like you're around, like P. Ryan Mixon, without seeing the rest of the NFL, just how does the feel of that? How does it feel like? Does it feel like you're about to do something great? Or do you feel like the chemistry is good right now? Are, are there any observations that maybe people on the outside looking in probably aren't seeing right now? Yeah, it's 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 great. I mean, uh, I just I get the feeling like I'm supposed to be here. You know, what I'm saying it's the NFL. Just just seeing how Jesse Bates and Joe and and, and bro, all those guys. Uh, you know, what I'm saying how they're they're pros. You know, what I'm saying how they attack practice, how they attack the playbook, uh, and it's just, it's just like clockwork, like how they do it. But I don't know about you know what I'm saying all, how the other teams get down or whatever. But I right. think we got something special here for real. Well, you know, the timing is kind of crazy. So 125 left out the building, then a new 25 has come out the building. And I don't think you're trying to patent your game after him, but there are some similarities there. Definitely. And I think uh, somebody in the questions I saw in the in the queue right here asked that, do you see any similarities to Gio? And just kind of piggybacking off of what uh, Ace said, I really want people to understand, like, what is your game like? Like, what do you – is there a player or somebody that you think? Because Ace said Reggie Bush. Is there a player that you feel like you're more closer to? Uh, I would say like more like Alvin Kamara, just kind of the the running the running style. Um, Alvin Kamara, I mean, he necessarily not going to see you and try to run you over. You know what I'm saying? He's kind of more finesse and he can catch the ball out the backfield. And- they got that change of speed too. That's my favorite running back. They be yeah. killing me on here. I'd be like Kamara the best. Like every game he does something special. Doesn't matter if he's running the football or not. He's going to make three special plays every single game. And I think he's the best running back in the league. And people was like, you're not a Bengals fan. I'm like, bro, he's the truth. (laughs) So speaking of speaking of uh, just running backs in general, I got to get your top five, bro. Like who for your for your opinion, who are your top five running backs, favorite running backs of all time? Uh, Of all time. Uh. I don't think I got a specific order, but I think I got five. So okay, go yeah. ahead. Uh, I got Saquon in there, uh, Ladainian Thomason. Oh, uh, uh, Alvin Kamara. He got three multi-purpose already. So Alvin Kamara. Uh, uh, Adrian Peterson. Okay. Ooh. And I don't know the last one. Ezra James. Ooh, the edge. I like that one. I like that one. I like how he picked everybody that he was able to actually witness. A lot. I think sometimes we ask people that, and then and then it's like, I mean, for me to say Jim Brown, <laughs> it, it, it would be hard for me to say that, but. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't disagree with somebody that's older that would be like, well, you should have saw Jim Brown. He was knocking, he was running shit over. Like, you know, like, yeah. I don't know, you know, but I, I trust y'all. But I feel like all of those running backs, like, at some point were, like, the best running back in the NFL at some point in their career, with yeah. the exception of Saquon. What makes Saquon so special to you? Like, just just me just looking at his stature is the same way I look at uh, Jamar Chase's, like, lower body. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, a crazy, like, lower body that you just don't see every day, I guess. But yeah, I got to, got to witness him at the. Uh, I was my sophomore year in Michigan, and uh, we had the number one defense in the in the in the country, and uh, it was at the whiteout homecoming. All the state out of uh, seats was filled, 
And uh, the first play, I seen him at a running back, and McSorley was next to him. And then I seen McSorley step over to running back, and Saquon step over to quarterback. And, and McSorley ran an outside zone, and, and uh, Saquon had it out, and then he pulled it and then took it for, like, 80 on the first play. And, like, the whole stadium was, like, shaking. It was so loud. I was like, oh, this dude for real. He's for real. I got to at least I got to see it up close in person and just just like change the direction and his ability to make people miss is just just crazy. You know your first game ever for people that haven't seen this. Did you did y'all know that Chris Evans ran for 112 two touchdowns on eight carries? So so he's telling y'all about Saquon, but on a low, this done this dude has done some special stuff already. Like so you're telling, and, and I said that as a segue to say your first Bengal game ever, you're going to give us 112 yards, eight carries? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's do it. Nah, that's facts. Uh, before before we get into oh, let me um, ask the some questions from the fans, I know you had another question you wanted to ask them, John. I saw on there you were, uh, you were a G Herbo fan. Yeah. And there's some other, like, you could, Ace normally asks this question, but you could give me your top five or um, is 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 Herbo like your number one right now? G Herbo? Yep. Yeah, yeah. He, know, he my number one. You talking about top five, like, rappers, artists? Yeah, artists. No, nah, let's just go rappers, straight up rappers. Uh, G Herbo. Uh, Faisoland, let's go. Little Dirk. Dirkio. Zim doesn't like him that much. So keep going. <laughs> yeah, Dirk, uh, uh, I don't really listen to a lot of rappers. I like I kind of like who I like. I so I'll be listening to uh, uh, Rod Wave and uh, uh, some Kevin Gates, Jay Z, Meek Mill, stuff like that. You and uh, Fred Johnson would get along really well because that's damn near his whole list too. I don't yeah. know if you met Fred, uh, offensive line tackle for for the Bengals. Yeah. Um. Uh. But what I was gonna say <laughs> that threw me off a little bit. Uh. I don't know if I'm older or something like that. How come? Like every time I hear somebody talk about Herbo, and Ace, you can you can chime in on this too. Why y'all don't yeah. never talk about Sosa? Like to me, like I don't know. Like maybe I'm just like oh, I'm. Sosa I'm 30. was hard, but Herbo was but, a bro, different kind of. He was a different. He's a humble beast. Like if when anybody gets on that flow, the first Herbo joint I heard that had me like this dude is crazy is when he he jumped on that Versace, where he's out in the middle of Chicago and he just murdered that entire beat. Like Sosa, don't get me wrong, I love Sosa. Sosa is could, Sosa. If y'all that. listening right now, Sosa is Steph Curry of rap. After Sosa, everybody is simplified. Like nobody was rapping like that until Sosa came, bro. Like. Nobody was rapping like that. And to this day, his first projects, and then you get into Finally Rich. I always ask Ace Finally this. I'd be like, I'd be like, give me, I'd be like, give me the best, give me the best G Herbo Give me the me. best Durkio. Give me the best Durkio joint that you got where it's no skips. I could go back from the dead or, or for Chief Keith. I could go finally rich. You will not skip nothing. 2021, like Sosa is the GOAT. But nobody, everybody that come on here, they always say that her about that's just like something that always be grinding me up. I'm like, how could you forget Sosa though? Yeah, Sosa, I feel like kind of he went in a different direction. I think finally Rich is really the only stuff I listen to. One of my uh one of my good friends that I grew up with, uh Lee, he uh he really liked um Sosa, but 
I think it was like a change. He he be showing me some stuff, but I was just like, all right, bro, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Nah, his the new change stuff. for me was when you couldn't tell what he was saying anymore. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When you can tell what he was saying, that's when he was snapping. But when when he Man. started playing with the auto tune, bro, early Sosa, I always tell people because I keep a picture of Dalit. Um, uh, Cardi is like one of my other favorite and. That's a whole nother conversation, but I feel like he's just super influential. But I do know one rapper that you probably not think about that's probably better than all of them. I want to show you a clip of him. This dude right here yeah. be spitting. So keep your foot straight. I'm gonna hit them starting up so I can hit that figure eight. Yeah. <laughs> so keep time for practice. Hurry up, you won't be late. I'm gonna hit my heel block in three minutes so your ankle won't break. Ooh, Ooh. They gave us a. We did a, a an ankle taping thing and uh, I think we was like on the verge for like C to B or C to D, one of them. And uh, we got some uh, extra credit and uh, if we did a little. Little rap about you know what I'm saying how to tape an ankle and stuff, so it did good. So I'm gonna post that for everybody today, so y'all can see Chris spitting, so he will never forget about that for the rest of his life. So we could just <laughs> anytime he scores a touchdown, I think we just gonna play that. Like let's just do that. Yeah, the Michigan fans got on me about the uh, that shirt I had on at the time. I know Ace is about yeah, to follow yeah, up with that right now though. Like, what? What? Why do you I, have? A, I, I if y'all didn't catch that, he had an OSU shirt on in that in that video, y'all. But but that's the thing, like what people don't know, and Chris, you can let them know. Ohio State actually offered you after Michigan had given you an offer, and you chose to be loyal and stick with Michigan. So they can't get mad at you for that, right? Yeah, I mean, fans, fans, if on anything, you know what I'm saying, anything. So was that something like? There's a bunch of OSU fans. Like, just to give you a background, I'm from DC. I have no ties to OSU, um, but there are a bunch of OSU fans in. Um, was there a point where you wanted to go to OSU and that's why you have on an OSU shirt? Yeah, definitely. My uh, Throughout my whole high school career, I mean, growing up, I wanted to go to Ohio State. And uh, it's just um, just a timing time thing. I went to a camp. I got some gear and stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? I wore it just in in good health. Of, you know what I'm saying? I might get a, I might get an offer. And uh, as soon as I committed to Michigan, I stopped wearing all that stuff. And then they offered me late. Um, before uh, two weeks before signing day, and I just I stuck with who who wanted me at first. No, nah, that's facts, and I I am an Ohio State fan myself. I'm from Cincinnati. Oh, you are, but I respect a whole bunch of like that stuff goes out the door when you got guys like Leon Hall and guys that have come from Michigan that have worn the stripes. Oh, yeah. A lot of that stuff will go out the door, so you won't have to worry about. Yeah, that ain't nobody. Yeah, <laughs> like you ain't never gonna hear that ever again. Like I promise you that people do not care about that as long as you out there doing your work. Um, I before you get into the fan questions, I did want to uh tell uh I saw this in the in the comments, Miss. Good girl said, Tell Chris hi from his Texas family. I don't know if that's like someone that you're related to, but I just thought that was uh pertinent because Ace is about to go into the fan questions. All right, nah, fact. So, the first one we have here is from Coach K all day. Uh, 10, he's asking, What does Michigan need to do to get over the hump and be a national power again? Uh, I think uh, what Coach Harbaugh is doing right now, uh, as far as from the last season, um, like getting new coaches and, and 
uh, plugging people in, plugging people out, and uh, just changing the culture. Uh, I think that um, now, like, all red stuff in the building is taken out uh, from red Gatorades to all that stuff. When I was there, like, early in my career, people was coming in with red sweatsuits on and all type of stuff. So, And then you look at what, you know what I'm saying, Ohio State was doing, you know what I'm saying, blue is not allowed and just – it was an all-year thing that they did, and I think the culture at the beginning was treat every game like it's you know you gotta treat every game like it's the same. But like the Ohio State boys, the four games that I played out there, they that game was like personal to them. Like I could feel it in everything they did and how they hustled and stuff. So I think changing the culture and you know what I'm saying plugging in some some new coaches and, and players is, is gonna it's gonna get us over the hump for sure. So I never want to see you wearing any yellow and black. We good. <laughs> <laughs> no mm. yellow and black. I don't, your shoe color, like shoes, is, is is totally different. I tell people that, like my my shoes that have yellow and black in it, I don't wear them. But you know, those are ones that I keep like in a in a safe place. But nobody will ever see me with it. And if you talk to Joe Mixon, he was vi- recently uh, in a video and he had like a yellow and black Lamborghini. And mm. in the comments, we were like. You got to paint that joint. You got to wrap it or something like that. So if you tell the Joe and you see him driving in a yellow lamb, you got to tell him, like, he got to wrap that joint in orange or something quick. <laughs> I guess. I guess. All right. We got another one here from Ashton Michael. Who? Well, no. He asked, uh, what's your favorite sports movie? Uh, my favorite sports movie is... Uh, uh, what's that movie that... Uh, where they they made a Jamaican bobsled team. Cool runners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was cool. That's a dope, that's a dope pick. Uh, Ace, what's your favorite uh, sports uh, movie? I might go with it's between Any Given Sunday or Friday Night Lights. I like Any Given Sunday. I like Blue Chips and Any Given Sunday. Blue Chips are straight, too. I like the Longest Yard, too. I like that. Longest Yard, yeah. That's a I, good about, one I thought you was going to give us something real like this man gave us Cool Runners. Cool Runners <laughs> is a good answer, though, on the low. Cool Runners is a good ass. <laughs> like, I want to show my son Cool Runners, like, yeah. right now. Like, he needs to see that. That is a funny movie. And for sure, it's a million people that's watching this right now that never even seen Cool Runners. Yeah. So I'm glad you said that, actually. Sure. Uh, Joe S. White asks, what are your personal goals for this season and what kind of play should we expect from you? Uh, you know I'm, I'm not going to say too much, but uh, I got uh, my goals, you know what I'm saying, uh, contribute on special teams and, you know what I'm saying, wherever they need me at as far as um, you know, packages or, you know what I'm saying, just to, just to be behind Joe, you know what I'm saying, and, and learn from him, you know what I'm saying, or whatever I can learn from him and, you know what I'm saying, maybe – after talking to him as a rookie, I can, you know what I'm saying, alter my goals towards that after talking to him. But, yeah, I ain't got nothing. I ain't going to say too much. I'm just ready to just to make plays. Yeah, you never know. Might be some Steelers listening on to this podcast. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to tell Greg, you on the low. Joe will probably tell you this, too. Pass blocking. Yeah. Like, early on, super. Like, every, every athlete that I've come in contact that plays your position, pass blocking. Yeah. Facts, facts. Greg Luther asks, who was the best defender you ever faced in college? Uh, the best def- – I mean, I, uh, I, I played um, during – when Devin Bush was there, I was practicing against him every day, so he was – it was just – it was hard to, to, to match that one time playing in the game, and I got to go against him every practice. And we had Jabril Peppers, too, in practice when I was a freshman. But I would say defense uh, – 
Michael Persson was 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 good, really good. Um, I think that's the the one. That, and Chase Young too. Chase Young, we played him. Those are some good players there, bro. Uh, let's see. Uh, T. Reb uh, asked, "What is his favorite route to run out of the backfield?" Uh, my favorite route is a, is a choice route where you got three different three different. Uh, you can break out, break across the face, or sit down. And I love that just because. The running back's supposed to always be open as long as he make the right decision. So someone uh looks like Craig, some some games guy looks like he's playing some games on this one. He asked, How heavy is the shield? <laughs> Captain America shield. I think he's uh, about <laughs> you know, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> right, facts, facts. Um, and then the last one we have here from uh the Bengalorian. Uh, what do you? Hold on, hold on, real quick. Does he? Do you watch any Marvel movies or anything like that, or do you? Are you a fan of any of those? Have you yeah. ever Googled your name and then Chris Evans, the yeah. other Chris Evans pops up? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, <laughs> I watch. I watch some Marvel stuff. I never really watched Captain America stuff, but I would, like the Black Panther and different stuff like that. I'd be watching. Ironically, this is a weird thing that I stumbled across. A said that it's probably Cap, but the Chris Evans is supposed to fight the new Wolverine in the next movie. That's a little, I don't know. I thought that was. Yeah, that's, that, I like, <laughs> like you play for the Wolverines, Chris Evans. All right. Yeah. Nah, that's dope. Bangalorean um, asks, what do you bring to the table as a running back for this team? Uh, I bring, you know what I'm saying, ability to catch the ball at the backfield. Um, you know what I'm saying? Anything that anything is asked, special teams value. Uh just a, a positive, positive person in the locker room, and you know, what I'm saying somebody that's going and may add value to the team. With that said, I think one thing I wanted to tell you about is that um, I have some weird hair. You have a cool high top fade that most people wouldn't be able to pull off. I was telling my friend, the official Bengal barber, my man Chris. I'm gonna give you his information. Cincinnati five star barber. He said, if you're ever looking for a barber, we got you covered. He's legit. He's cut a lot of a lot of your f- friends on the team. I want to make sure I shot Chris out for that because he made sure to, to let me know, like, right now that we need to hook you up with that because <laughs> it takes a special person to rock a hot top fade. Secondly, when you're in the Natty, you get closer, Midwest Barbecue, make sure you check them out. Even if you don't eat pork or whatever, they got these Grippo wings. They got so many different things. Midwest Barbecue uh, is one of our um, real, real good friends of the show. We want to hook you up with that stuff, too. Um, That's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to make sure I shout those people out and make sure that you link up with those people if you get time when you got some downside. And I promise you, you won't regret it. Yes, That's facts. And, Chris, if you could let them know where they can follow you at on any social platform. Um, so that the fans can make sure that they follow you and your businesses as well. Um, kid and play underscore ABC one, two, three on everything, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, yeah, Snapchat. Everything is everything is that kid and play underscore ABC one, two, three. So, well, Chris, we want to appreciate uh, and just thank you and appreciate you for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, be, be sure to follow us on Twitter. I'm at New Stripe City on Twitter. Zim is at Zim Hooday, um, Zim underscore Hooday on Instagram. Please be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give us a like. Also, be sure to download the Cincy Jungle podcast officially. 
And of course, Zen, we're going to end this with a yes. Sersky! Hello, world. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> uh, never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me. In More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.